Welcome to Not Jobber Talk. This is Bodega Nights. My name is Martin, and with me right now is Jao. Hey, hey Jao, how are you doing? Hey, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think we wanted to record this after <laughs> Box Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> when but, everyone was there, yeah. but we were like, you know what? Screw that. Let's just let's just hang out. Yeah, yeah. Just, and uh, talk about certain stuff. And thank God, because we were talking about stuff I don't want to talk about here in this episode. <laughs> Namely, like, the upcoming election, which that's, that's the last we'll probably hear about that. Yeah, and uh, stuff and stuff, because, you know, stuff. cancel culture. <laughs> Woke. Actually, you know, you know what I find like really, uh, really annoying, and this mm-hmm. is—I um, I guess it's tangentially related to politics, but it speaks about okay. wider, about our wider culture. Um, that is social media. It's something that really bugs me. How um, how social media has this sort of polarizing effect on our society. Like, hmm. like yeah. social media, I think, is to blame for this radicalization that we're seeing in people on all sorts of views that they have, right? It's, it's either we are completely on one side or completely on the other. And, and we can't be on both sides? Yeah, or you can't, you, you can't be somewhere in the middle because of, um, because of this, this attention economy that is promoted by social media. Oh, yeah, because, uh, Oh, you're not backing this policy, or you're not backing this guy. Why? Is it because you're a Nazi or you're a bad guy? Yeah, and and um, we you must be the wrong guy because we <laughs> uh, like that. Like like we resort to such strong language. Um, okay, right. We resort to such strong language because of this attention economy, precisely. Right. It's it's um, mm-hmm. in order for you to get the attention, which is quote currency. One has to be. Uh, one has to make somebody feel something, right? And one of the most oh, right. effective things that you can do to get somebody's attention is to get that person angry, and or call, call them out. Yeah, like part of social media right now is the call out. Yeah, culture. That, like that say, whole call out culture. Yeah, like I don't like this episode, so I'll tweet at you or tweet at me and say, "Hey, at Jower, at Martin, this episode sucks," and I'll tell you why. Yeah, even though it. Doesn't really suck. Although, although, although I will say that um, yeah. the Battle of Winterfell did suck. I, I wouldn't know because <laughs> I don't watch uh, G- Game of Thrones. But if you want to talk about Game of Zones, man, I, I like the new episodes, uh, especially the latest one where it involves the Lakers and uh, inside the uh, room of LeBron was Anthony Davis and Lonzo Ball saw him and he tossed Lonzo Ball off and the rest of the Lakers who were Watching Lonzo Ball, uh, there got, you know, got, you know what? Let's let's not talk about that episode. I'll link it down below. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll PM you the link, and if it's not there, I can edit the post anyway. I, if I have powers, I don't think I do. But wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Maybe I do. Them Golden State <laughs> Warriors, though. <laughs> oh man, um, y- y- you know what happened in Game Six? Why they won? Because the numbers don't lie, Zhao. Hmm. And I'm not talking about Steiner Matt. I'm talking about normal Matt. Because without Kevin Durant, there's 16 wins and one loss. So imagine the high percentage of the possibility that Golden State will lose that game and go to Game 7 is actually so low 
because they don't have the factor of Kevin Durant. <laughs> even though he's, even though, okay, even though Kevin Durant is an MVP Kallenberg talent, Kevin Durant got helped them win two rings. Kevin Durant was a Finals MVP. They had a bigger chance of winning than losing, and they won. So the numbers didn't lie. They won. But you do know that. Um, you do know that. As much as I am a sort of contrarian by nature, I, I am. Okay. I, I support the Golden State Warriors. What can I tell you? Uh, well, I mean, I should you not support them because they're the the Bulls right now? They're the Bulls of well, the, this decade. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you look at if, if you look at everything that I've done in the past, it has this tendency to be like, oh, this is what you like. Well, you know, like, who's well, like, 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 like whoever's in government now, I hate them. Whoever was in government before the dude that was in government now, uh, before our government now, well, I hated them too, right? Like, whoever. Look at it this way, though. <laughs> You're still contrarian. You know why? Why? Because a lot of us don't like the Warriors, but you like them. Steve Kerr, man. There you go. Steve Kerr. No, there, no, there you go. Because <laughs> they're the new team to hate on. They're the new Lakers. Yeah. But you like them. So you're still a contrarian, in a way. I am a contrarian contrarian. Yes. That's, yes. Yeah, that's really meta, I, I, dude. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like saying, um... Um... I'm Aladdin, Aladdin or Aladdin. I wouldn't know which Aladdin, but I'm Aladdin. What do you think of Disney coming up with live-action remakes of their classic, like, cartoons? Oh, like uh, Aladdin, <laughs> like Aladdin or like exactly. Lion King? Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm very excited for this Aladdin because Will Smith, for one, um, as the genie, uh, that's something cool. Yeah. Now. Now, some people would make fun of Will Smith as the genie. But look at it this way. He's the only reason why I wanted to watch Suicide Squad. Not not even because of Jared Leto and how good he was as the Joker. He was good? I, 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 <laughs> the Academy Award uh, winning? Uh, uh, Suicide Squad? he won squad? an Academy not, Award not, not, for Joker? Not, 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 not him. Suicide, Suicide Squad won an Academy Award though, right? For like, I wouldn't for like know. best makeup I, or I something. Just, it's like I the just, Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad now. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, look, Will Smith's there. Let's see what he does. Oh, look, he's just like Will Smith, but he he's a bad guy of DC thing. He's dead shot. Oh, that's cool. Oh, look, he has a daughter. Oh, is like that Willow? Is that like Willow Smith? Or that's just another 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 daughter? No, yeah. no it looks like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it it does look like yeah, it's uh, just my bias. It's it's my bias. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it does look like if anybody was going to replace Robin Williams as the genie, or not replace, because like Robin Williams is always going to be there as the genie. Yeah, he's irreplaceable but as the genie of the animated, if, you know, version. If anybody was going to sort of fill those shoes, yeah, like Will Smith, he's one of the names I'll doesn't, put up there, and yeah, and he's there, man. You know, I don't, I don't, you know. You get. I don't money. mind. I know you get a have like a theme song with like rap mm-hmm. in it and, and stuff. <laughs> and look, you you hit all the cylinders right there. Good actor. He raps. He can make his own song. You you don't have to pay another somebody just to make the genie song because this guy knows how to write songs. Yeah, and he doesn't. 
and he doesn't drop a curse to sell records or whatever Eminem said. But I do, so. <laughs> What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, the next guy I'd think of is Danny DeVito, but I'd get him no, as. Man. I, I'll get him as Iago again. <laughs> uh, what, what's it played Iago though it wasn't Danny DeVito it was uh, what's his name oh it wasn't it was uh, the other gosh, guy what was uh, his name Gilbert Gottfried God. yeah Gilbert oh Gilbert Gottfried yeah I forgot yeah, it's the dude that, um, the dude <laughs> yeah. that did that amazing reading of Fifty Shades of Grey yeah why did I forget about Gilbert Gottfried Fifty Shades <laughs> right like yeah <laughs> one of the most I, I don't know That was no. That was I, I like funny. I like George Takei's version though, because every other page, oh my, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Aladdin. I'm excited for Lion King because it's been what, right now, it's a good two decades. And if no, if Disney, if this is Disney's way of recycling or retelling their classic movies. For the new kids of the generation, then go on ahead, man. Like no one's stopping you. I mean, maybe if we showed them the Lion King or Aladdin in this the animated version, they'd like it. But I think I don't know. They're experimental on it. Maybe you you took a plow. So is this their way to refresh their copyrights? No. Or their intellectual property? No. <laughs> Not at all. No. Not at all. So there has to be something. Really do anything there has to be something here. Why they're doing it again after two decades instead of making a f- a, a dumb sequel that will suck. Well, fine. I, I guess it right? does sort of, in a way, quote unquote, refresh the intellectual property, but not to those original ones, right? Yeah, because this is a new version. And speaking yeah. of new versions, it's like going to be. The new versions of the X Men movies or Fantastic Four because they recently got acquired by, by Disney this year, right? Yeah, yeah, but like Fox. Fox. Let's put a yeah, let, let's Fox. put a pin on that because it's, I, I wanted to say something about these Disney live action remakes. Like as far as I'm concerned, okay. the only one that really needed to be made was Dumbo, mm-hmm. right? Because like I watched the old Dumbo mm-hmm. cartoon. That's true. I watched the yeah. old Dumbo cartoon, and it is so racist. Oh, what do you mean? Like those three crows that he hangs out with are such caricatures of the African American community in the United States, uh, <laughs> right? Like okay, and um, I'm not entirely convinced that uh, seeing seeing a child have hallucinations because of what looks to be like LSD that he drank or alcohol or whatever is a good idea right like you wait that's that's in the animated version yeah dude LSD well yeah what was his name um, they, Dumbo they, got drunk off of something I'm not sure what it was uh, but yeah he got drunk off of something and had like some weird fever dream with like bubbles as elephants or something And it was yeah uh, right yeah man I'm pretty sure that's why they had to do the reboot right like I'm pretty sure that was the one that <laughs> they absolutely needed to do but that was the one that was uh like like thus far it was the one that was um, critically considered to be the worst one right oh the remake yeah the, it was bad the Dumbo remake okay. wasn't that good but was it politically offensive. 
that's irrelevant because it wasn't the movie yeah. that because it because it it didn't quite feel like it it sort of felt like the original Dumbo but it was just sort of like a movie loosely based on Dumbo Dumbo from back in the day right it was um okay and it's really sad because it was Guy Ritchie that did it and i really like the the films of Guy Ritchie yeah uh, last Guy Ritchie film i watched was the one with Madonna stranded on an island I think they were still together that time. Right, so that's the other one that I didn't like very much. But, you know. Oh, okay. Speaking of Fox. Okay. Uh, which Fox? The Fox one or the Fox here in the Philippines with Fox Plus? Right. Um, because that's the- all one uh, company, right? That That's all Fox. Yeah. And, you know, they have but- a bunch of different um, entertainment, shall we say, assets, right? You have... Mm-hmm. Uh, the rights to the X-Men characters and the rights to the Fantastic Four and all of that. And um, The Simpsons. The Simpsons and Family Guy are on Fox, right? The Simpsons, Uh Family Guy, and um, King of the Hill or something? Those are Fox shows, right? Propane. Yeah, propane, right? Um, Propane. But then they also have, like, Fox Philippines, and that's, that's owned by Fox. Oh, Foxes. And they recently put out a movie called... Is it Male Day? De- oh, sorry. Maledicto, right? Maledicto? Did you watch it? Oh, man. I, I, no, uh, I wanted to, but it's not showing here anymore. And uh, I could have joined our friends, but I was stuck in my job. I mean, like... But yeah, speaking of Maledicto, I heard our friend wrote that. <laughs> good script. Yeah, good our script, friend good and uh, my former co-host of Jobber Talk... Yeah, John, man. He, John. He wrote a freaking <laughs> screenplay, pitched it to Fox, Fox. and got himself... And here it is. Um, got himself produced. Yeah, uh, congratulations to our friend John, who's, uh, you know, who's who has a movie out. Well, I, I think the movie's done by now. Yeah, because it yeah. was, um Well, it was overtaken by either The Avengers or some other films. But it, I guess it's because it's a Fox Plus thing. It might have... Understood. It was a limited viewing time or a limited screen time, I guess. Well, yeah, because um, um because you know, uh, the the way cinemas work, right? You have to get people. Yeah. You have to get people in those seats. That way, they can buy the overpriced popcorn. That way, your malls can make money off of the cinema. Apparently, that's how uh. that, that's how cinemas make money by charging like thousands of percent by, by charging like um thousands of percent markup or whatever on their popcorn but um, the the movie wasn't going to make that much money that's quite obvious because it had the unfortunate release date of um, what's it the Wednesday after the release of Avengers. Avengers Endgame so like naturally people weren't going to watch that well how do we put this um, cinemas would be reluctant to put out a local horror film when, like, the largest movie event of all time was still, like, relevant and zeitgeisty. That's so. Still there, and, uh, yeah. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure it I didn't turn that. a, I'm pretty sure it didn't turn a huge profit. But I hear yeah, it's it pretty good. But hey. I heard it was good too. Uh, some rave reviews. So, hey, if Fox has a streaming service, oh, I think they do. Fox Plus. 
in the Philippines. So, so maybe <laughs> it'll be there for streaming in the next few months because they have the rights. Hopefully. So we can give a shout out to our boy, John, that it'll be streaming soon. <laughs> or it'll be straight to DVD release. It's oh, actually, no, no, it's not straight to DVD. It's already out in cinema, so it's going to have a eventual DVD release. Um, hopefully. What was it? Like, admittedly, I didn't watch it because I'm terrible when it comes to horror movies. Like, Oh, yeah, me too. I'm chicken shit. But they watched it. They weren't that scared. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're not telling us anything that we don't know yet. <laughs> they were probably seeing through the entire film with their eyes closed. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, I hope they they can sleep. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have too many jump scares from what I've uh, from what I've heard. That was actually from one, what they said. Okay, that was one like slight criticism that some people had of the film that like it didn't okay. have enough by way of jump scares. But well, well, I don't know. Okay, I found it. I, I really liked the premise. I really liked the premise of it. Uh, oh, wait, well, we have to tell them what it's about. It's about demonic possessions, right? Maledicto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, an exorcist. Starring Jasmine thing. Curtis Smith, not to be related by the rapper named Curtis Smith. <laughs> um, and Tom Rodriguez, not to be associated with what other Rodriguez's that we know. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez <laughs> of WWE. Yeah. Formerly WWE. Uh, Paul Rodriguez, <laughs> amazing skateboarder. Yeah, uh, not related any way, shape, or form, and written by our friend John. <laughs> oh, what was Let us not forget, written by John. That's a lot of inputs about John, right? That that's enough. We're good. <laughs> We're good, ski. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was yeah, it? It was, it's so. uh, it was pitched. <laughs> It was pitched as a horror procedural or something. Mm, which okay, I get it. And originally, it wasn't even supposed to be a film. It was supposed to be a TV series or a TV documentary series, as far as we were talking about that. Well, during the process of it, well, I was there to record Jobber Talk with John a few years back. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you put it? How do I put this? Um, it might have... It might have actually been better as a, as like a limited series, going with the premise hmm. that it's a um, that is that it is an exorcism procedural show, right? Like good enough, yeah. I, like I get that. I understand. The, the, the procedural format is um, what's his name, Ted Danson, with his plucky team of crime scene investigators from the Las Vegas crime lab, solve crime after crime. Uh, Whoa! Okay. Right, that, that's that's the format of a procedural TV show, uh, and it would have been interesting to have like a mini series that was about this one priest that travels the Philippines or travels the world or whatever, going around and dealing with different um, cases of possession. Okay, right, like that. I'm, I'm not sure that might have been a little bit more suitable for the original pitch but i don't know could have been who, yeah. who am i to who am i to know i didn't even watch the freaking film yeah i want to watch you know can't time and you know scary movies and me but did you being a chicken shit <laughs> but did you do the thing where um did you do the thing where you bought a ticket and um, just like not show up a ticket 
Oh, shh. No, I'm sorry, John. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I have yet to do that. Like I said, I can't even find it in the cinemas near my house, so I couldn't even do that. Yeah. Um, cause, because that, that's what that's what we did, right? Like, I got a ticket. Oh, wait. You, you did? Yeah, yeah. Um, Lucky I, you. I, okay. I got it on... <laughs> I got it online. <laughs> oh, you. Okay, that's going to charge you more. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got the ticket online, so... Whatever. But, but speaking of movies, we were talking about this Avengers. Uh, how did you like this as the ending of this chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films? It, in the past decade. Um, I, I have, I've been waiting for the better part of a decade for Captain America to say Avengers Assemble. And, and when he finally did, he started crying. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he said it. <laughs> like, like every other every other scene, like freaking um, Black Widow uh, atoning for her sins of the past or whatever. Like, all, all of that stuff. Like, nope, nope, totally not gonna cry. Totally not gonna cry. And then... Uh, Captain America says Avengers assemble, and all of a sudden I'm just crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death oh, of Iron Man, man. well, whatever. <laughs> like, I was prepared for this, you know, either Captain America or Iron Man dying. That seems to be like the comic booky thing to do. So, end yeah. of a big event. Well, well I, big hero has yeah, to. Well, die. I cried when um, cried when. You know, Iron Man was dying, uh, and Peter was like saying, "Damn it, Peter, <laughs> Mr. Stark." Yeah, I feel I feel bad for for the young lad, dude. Um, did you watch Did you watch Spider Verse or um, Into the Spider Verse? Yes, right. The, yes. The thing about that like movie that. was it was sort of a take on um, how no matter where the Spider Person is, there's always this one sort of defining death that turns the person into Spider-Man. Yes. It happened to the MCU Spider-Man twice. Mm. Was it this one and uh, Uncle Ben? Yeah, it was Uncle Ben (laughs) and Mr. Stark. Now Uncle Tony. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Uncle Tony. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Poor Peter Parker. But he still has the hot Aunt May, so it's okay. (laughs) And and he's reunited with his best friend uh, Ned. Yeah, oh, dude. man, that was touching too. <laughs> Hug. <laughs> the fat Filipino like sidekick man. to the British dude. Yes, <laughs> Pinoy pride, babe. <laughs> you know, there was, what was it? Uh, so something that you mentioned before we started recording the show. Um, the cast of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is getting more. Uh, more representative, right? More diverse or whatever. More. I, I actually like the well, word representative. I liked it. More than diverse. Especially, especially when you need it now, especially there's Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like it's, it's, it's and then, more representative of the global world that we've you know, come yeah. to live in. But something that still bugs me is no Asians. Well... That's true, right? Like, I mean, they could say, "Hey, look, there's a Filipino Cassius Knight Stark." True, Phil M. I mean, like, I mean, oh look, even even then, no. even then, um, there there isn't even an Asian American like 
lead. Lead. Lead, yeah, lead. They can say, look, Captain Marvel has a female lead. Cool. Right? White then we female have, lead. And then we have, um, we have uh, Black Panther. Oh, which yeah, has right? an African-American, which cool. is cool. So it's like the first, I think that's one of my favorite movies next to Blade, which started that. Oh yeah, yeah, man! Blade was the original like Marvel movie, Effing, huh? Having <laughs> Wesley Snipes, he was awesome, and uh, Deadpool was in the third movie, but he was kind of, and he and he defeated Triple H, third movie. <laughs> yeah, but there though, uh, like like and 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 now with uh, with, with this direction that the Avengers are going, um, we still don't have an Asian lead, and we still don't have a Latin American lead, right? Hey, 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 Ant-Man's friend is the lead of Ant-Man. Oh, well, yeah, fine. <laughs> Excuse you, okay? <laughs> He's the real hero of Ant-Man. Yeah, so there. He narrates everything that went down. <laughs> but then, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just an observation that I, that I had, right? Like, still no love for the Asians. And um, they're going to have Shang-Chi, right? Like that's that, that's one of their plans. One of their plans for like the next round of Marvel movies is to have Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Whoa, nice! Um, that's gonna be cool. I hope it's good, and I hope that they do something different, right? As opposed to like this. Mm. As opposed to what? As opposed to what they did in the comics, which is, uh, how do we put this? It is it it is the way that a white dude. Looks at okay. Asians, Asians. <laughs> you know, <laughs> also like stereotypes. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got the stereotypes in it. Like. But but here's the funny part. You were talking about diversity. There's lack, but don't some people get annoyed that some people are just casting people for diversity? Yeah, yeah. It's like there's less like making a diversity quota. Yeah. Um. But that's the problem in Hollywood or. Any film thing in a certain country, they can't be that diverse yet, unless it's a um, nationality-American in Hollywood terms. Because look at it this way. Where's Hollywood? It's in Los Angeles. Where's Los Angeles? It's in California. California is a state of the United States of America. And every nation has the priority to hire what kind of people their own people, their own nationals first. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course, but then, because but then when, when you... Um, yeah, I've heard this argument before, but um, the thing that makes America kind of weird as far as the country mm-hmm. of the world goes is that it is a country that is... Um, that is built on immigration. That's true, too, because they want to be the melting pot of, you know, Civilization or something? No, I mean it's just a thing. There, you know, you, you look at white people, dude. White people either came from Germany or um, Italy. European countries, right? Italy, yeah. Right? They, they, they were yeah. they, they identify as Irish Catholics, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, they're all immigrants. But um, and and then if, if you walk into a mall in the United States, that's the best place to hear. Everything that isn't the English language being spoken. 
Oh yeah, man. I can hear Tagalog. <laughs> right? Like or or Pampanga. Like you walk into a mall <laughs> in like the suburbs of New Jersey or something. You're going to hear every uh-huh. language that isn't English. Um, yeah. And and it would be cool. Or and um and if, if that if that is central to the American experience, then yeah, the um the entertainment of the United States should reflect that. Like, yeah, that's true. And you know what? I take it back. You know why? Because most of the, you know, it's not just white Americans, but most of us, there's a diverse culture there and they're all American citizens. Yeah. They can still get jobs. Yeah. Right? So. Hence the question of diverse casting shouldn't be a question. But even up to now in Hollywood and even just voiceover stuff, there's not much Asian Americans getting VOs. Yeah. So, so ah. I see your problem there. I see the problem you're saying there. Like, there's still lack of an Asian lead. Um, I think the last time that that happened was not even in a Marvel comic thing, a Marvel uh, movie. You know, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Christopher Lambert who was like the the lead guy. It was this Jason Lee Scott. Hold on, uh, we got enough time. What? Right? We got enough time. I can. Who's that guy? The guy who played Liu Kang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. R- Robin Shu. Robin Shu. Right. Yeah. I think he's Asian American. That's the first. I think. Uh, that's a comic book or video game movie that I recall has an Asian American as the, uh, as the, as the lead, and he was famous that time because aside from that, we know other movies he was in: uh, Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley, the late Chris Farley. That happened two years later. Yeah, and he was there as well in another fighting game movie, uh, Street Fighter: Legend of Chun Li. Well, that sucked. I didn't even watch that. Did you try to watch that? Nope. He was also in another fighting game, Dead or Alive. <laughs> Dead or Alive featuring Kevin Nash. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, speaking, speaking of, have you seen that movie um, with, what's his name? Uh, with, with John Cho. Uh, about, John Cho. About this, this dad whose daughter goes missing. Uh, it is called searching. It is called searching, searching. Okay, it's about like this dude whose daughter goes missing. It's not taken, is it? No, no. It's, it's called. Okay. It's called searching. <laughs> um, it's about an Asian American family or whatever. This dad whose daughter goes missing. Ah, cool. One of the best movies I've watched recently. Ah, um, that's cool. Because because of the way that um, because of the way that the film was made, right? Like. None of the shots are traditional film shots. Like a lot of, it's it's all done over like Skype or whatever, and like Google uh-huh. Maps and people opening files on computers and stuff. Yeah. So like it isn't, it isn't a f- movie. Movie. It's sort of. It's, it's really good. If you have the chance to watch it, you should totally watch it. If um, for, uh, for simply the novelty of the way that the film was shot. Hmm. Uh, well, Crazy Rich Asians had fem- um, a- Asian American leads, but some would, you know, complain that it's not Asian enough. You know why? <laughs> why? Because it's just mostly Chinese Asians, uh, Korean. Um, well, 
one or two of them were Filipinos, I guess, like what Chris Aquino and some other dude, right? Oh, Chris Aquino. But oh, hey, Chris Aquino. they forgot. Oh, hey, Chris Aquino. Indian <laughs> nationals are also Asians. Yeah. Uh, some parts of um, other countries are Asians, uh, right? Yeah. So that's not representative of the Asian American people in that country because they forgot people in Silicon Valley. Yeah. Well, that, right? that actually. So you know. they're basing Asian on skin as well. Ironically, they don't consider certain Asian countries as Asian because they're not. Chinese features <laughs> because they're not Chinese enough. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's like that. Um, what was it? There was a uh, somebody that gave a lecture in in college, like a visiting professor from the U.S. or something, right? Um, she was teaching literature at some college in California or whatever, and okay. she had gone to college in Ateneo. Here, right? She okay. took up like history or whatever. I, I I don't know, but like it was really weird, right? Because she was very Filipino, oh. but she was also very mestiza, right? So if if, if you can, uh, she was if, if you can okay. imagine like a, if you can imagine like a Vicky, Vicky, um, our friend Vicky Haynes, right? Yep. All right, she is like really really Filipina. She speaks the language really well, dude. She has like that 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 Filipino accent and everything. Oh, nice! Right? Okay. She goes to the U.S. and applies to teach at um, the Asian Studies Department of this university or something to teach Asian literature, but she wasn't accepted in that position because she looked too white. Whoa. Right. Instead, it was given to somebody else that looked more Asian but had grown up in the United States. <laughs> You're not Asian looking enough. Yeah. Um, but then, admittedly, we also have the same problem here in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. um, one of yeah. our, one of my favorite history teachers in college is a Spanish guy. Oh, is this Dr. Yeah. Mesquite? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mesquite, right? Like. Yes. Um, no history department in the Philippines worth its salt is going to have a program director that is white and Spanish. Okay. Even though at the time he was probably the most qualified person to handle the department. Oh, yeah. Because you need to have a certain look. Yep, it's, yep. it's, um, it sucks. <laughs> but then, um, but then, I, I, there are some instances, I guess, where, um, like a person's a person's race um, is sort of inherent to the character. Uh, go, going back to going back to Marvel movies and okay. and casting and whatnot. Like I've, I've said this on a podcast before, but there are some uh, there are some characters where you know being. A particular race, being a particular gender, being a particular sex, is sort of inherent to the character, and those are the ones that I think you should not change. Is it like the ancient one, Tilda Swinton? Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> For me, I didn't. I don't read um, Doctor Strange, so I was like taken aback at first, like, "Oh, it's her," but oh, okay, it worked for me. Oh, strangely, because right, it wasn't. I, I no guess pun was, intended. I guess it was too deep of a cut. But say, for example, like I've, I've said this before, 
right? Steve Rogers cannot be played by a black person. Steve um, Rogers cannot be hmm. black. But in the current era right now, they'll call you a bigot if you say that. No, Captain right? America can be black. Can be black, but Steve Rogers Steve Rogers must cannot. be white. Imagine. Um, hmm. Because um, because if we, re- if, if we look at the story of Steve Rogers, he is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, all-American, freaking, let's face it, um, an Aryan. Okay, uh, in that, the in, World in, War II in, era. In, second, in, in the Second World War, that okay. goes out and punches Hitler in the face. Oh my God, that is the best irony ever, yes. Right? So, Steve Rogers, because of that, cannot be played by a black dude. Okay. Steve Rogers must be played by Hitler's, or by, by the, the Nazi party's ideal, like, Aryan. And I will argue that the, point. Okay. Right? Uh, I see what you mean. Right? The, the Black Panther, in the same way that the Black Panther cannot be played cannot by be a white played man. Cannot be played by, like, a white dude from South Africa. <laughs> you know? Though, here's the funny part. Like, you said that earlier, like, some friends of ours aren't seemed Asian enough, right? Yeah. Un- unless I was a wrestling fan and I knew NXT Season 1, one of the characters there, one of the wrestlers there, name is Justin Gabriel. He was from South Africa. But he's not... Dar- I-, I thought people in South Africa weren't that light-skinned, but he is lighter-skinned compared to most people you'll see in that region. Yeah, well, Right? Yeah, so South Africa is kind of I weird, didn't though. know that. I didn't know that at first. <laughs> okay. And then I saw him and like, whoa. So you're telling me there's people even whiter than me in South Africa. Right? Oh, yeah. It's like that. It's like our preconceived notions of certain countries or, or certain nationalities. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. To, to, to be fair, um, South Africa is kind of weird when it comes to like that sort of Pan-African Union and the African yeah, continent. Some are, right? Because some are dark, some are light. Yeah, yeah. The, but then, but then a lot skin. of the a lot of the white people in South Africa were um, were immigrants. Oh, okay. Right? Um, a lot of them are are Dutch. Mm, yes. Yeah. Right. They're, so yeah, yeah, that's how they right. that's how they ended up there. No. Um, Dave Matthews, dude. Dave Matthews is from South Africa. The oh, Dave Matthews, the one who has a band. Dave Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band. The nice. The band that <laughs> I found it really funny, right? Because when I was in in high school, I was thinking about it. Like uh, the Dave Matthews Band is a band that is sort of the the epitome of Americana, you know? Like it is uh-huh. white people music by you know, it's, it's, it's white people music. That's how I like to put it. Uh, the epitome, <laughs> the epitome of Americana. <laughs> Their lead is from Africa, oh, and. There are only two white people in that band, I think. Okay. <laughs> so I found it really weird. But then, like, that's Mirka for you, you know? Yeah, Mirka, man. It's it's um, it's becoming like this. It's, it's become a melting pot or whatever. But the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the thing that makes it... The thing that makes now, I think, different to then um, is because, like... The waves of immigrants in the past all kind of looked the same. Ah, uh, yes. Right? But then now, the immigrants are starting to look different, which 
I, I, I don't know. No, Social it, commentary, it blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens because, like, people move and people, you know, mate with people. You know, it happens. <laughs> it happens. It's the evolution of mating. You know that, uh... Yeah? <laughs> a couple of years ago, I remember seeing a magazine cover. I'm not sure whether it was Time or... Reader's Digest or whatever. But there was this magazine cover that had an image of a person that looked somewhat light-skinned, somewhat dark-skinned, um, okay. with brownish hair and these brown eyes. And they said that... And and um, and the question that was trying to be answered was, is this what all humans are going to look like in like five, ten generations down the road? Yes. No, no. There's a reason why it's no. Okay. Uh, Remember, like, a news article uh, a few months back, like, some guy tried to go to this far-flung island to preach the word of God, but he got, I think, shot at or, like, bow and arrow to death? Okay. This this close community. There will be communities like that that will not want outsiders, that will not want to mingle with other races so i doubt that's gonna happen well yeah but then like those like the the um the the people of north sentinel island notwithstanding like Mm. the rest of this globalized world are people going to is 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 racial diversity eventually going to um cease to exist in a number of generations because because generations yeah because people are just Mm. going to be you know because people of um what was it the the reason that white girls like people that are tall dark and handsome is because people tend to look for people that are not like them and this is to do with the sets of antibodies that these two people have, have. right but here's the thing though uh, right now things in the west things in the middle east tensions there oh and then there's like this thing in the Middle East, right? And there's still some people. <laughs> sorry. Huh? So, so, sorry, sorry. Um, let's uh, j- just to peek behind the curtain for um, okay. all of the tens of people that were listening. If things get sort of sort of weird, it's, it's, it's because we paused the recording for a bit. Yeah, there's like some disturbance outside the room. So, there's, yeah. a, there's a disturbance in the force. Yep, yep. Uh, there will still be... Uh, wait, four or five generations. So, what generation are we ever since the great migration of people from east to west of the part of the Earth when we had interconnectivity where we have commercial flights going in? How many generations has that been? Because if four or five generations means it's like Star Trek generation, maybe, but even then, if you see how they cast it. It's still diverse. Like, there's... Picard is still a lighter skin than maybe... Yeah. yeah what, um, uh... LaForge. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Riker is not as white or as dark-skinned as either of the two. And we still have James T. Kirk, who is the definition of the American male. And we have <laughs> Lieutenant Urura, who was a pioneer when they were casting her, Right. Oh man, you guys, you guys and your Star Trek. So I'm saying, basing of sci-fi, there's a chance that we will not have a generic skin tone, facial tone thing that 
calls us for Earth as much as we'll see an extraterrestrial who look all of them the same blue skin or green skin as we see in our literature or in our TV shows. Yeah. There will still be racial diversity. The heck, even our language will still be diverse. Even in this one country. Even here. Uh, I just double-checked that map in my workplace. Apparently, that map is the map of the Philippines with a lot of languages and dialects. And that's a lot of freaking dialects. I yeah. don't even remember much. There's Tagalog, obviously. There's Cebuano. There's uh, Il- Ilongo. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Hiligaynon. And then the rest I can't even freaking pronounce right now. Right, there's right. a lot. There's a lot of separate languages. And and each language has its own set of dialects. Like, and, like, like each Desire, dialect right? has its own culture. So I doubt we'll have a homogenous culture in four or five decades. We will learn more. All of us, though, in four or five decades, will have knowledge of these cultures. But it's up to everyone in that, in that span to accept it. Because if we can't even accept viewpoints or certain cultures as even the marriaging culture like there's certain countries that we don't approve of marrying what um younger Themselves? people yeah right and, and <laughs> i find that disturbing as well. that's disturbing man uh, we can't homogenize culture like that because there will be something that's not you know not good for some or good for others but it's not good for us right but then we're falling into the we're falling into the trap of cultural relativism. Yeah, that's why we that, you can't homogenize that. There can't be relativism. I mean, like, I mean, like, it's well, it's something that um, as as a as a former UCSP teacher, I've always had to grapple with when presenting uh, when when presenting the material that the Department of Education mandates that everybody taking understanding culture, society, and politics has to. Um, has to take right because we're supposed to talk about um, cultural relativism vis-a-vis ethnocentrism, right? Mm. Where um, where it is very obvious that uh, the the thrust of the Department of Education is is this promotion of cultural relativism as a viewpoint um, and as a sort of attitude by which you view the world, right? Like you have to sort of respect not respect you have to acknowledge where you culture you have to acknowledge where you came from but at the same time be um but at the same time use cultural relativism as a way to understand the world and i've i've never been in favor of um going all in on cultural relativism because this this sort of this sort of opens the floodgates to such atrocities as um, foot binding as mm-hmm. uh, uh, female genital mutilation. It, it opens yes. the floodgates for white supremacists to and genocide. You know, yeah, genocide because the worst you know it's well, it's part of our culture to hate the Jews. So yeah. what can we do, <laughs> right? Like no man, like tolerance can only go so far, you know, <laughs> and. And I've always sort of had to try to find that balance when presenting the material to the kids um, by trying to say that, like, yeah, you know, you can you can use cultural relativism as a tool, but um, once you go too far down that rabbit hole, then you sort of end up being okay with some of the worst parts of humanity. Yeah, and, and some would call it as, well, we're just studying, or... 
This is progress. It's not progress. Yeah, yeah. It's um. You can re you can respect culture, but if you you can't respect something that's yeah. There we go. That in um, it was uh, it was one of my students, and I, I think he sort of summed it up quite succinctly. Um, he said something along the lines of, "We must be careful." Not to let our cultural relativism stray into moral relativism. Oh, yes, very good. Right. You know, <laughs> like, and um, this is going on all sides of the quote-unquote political spectrum. Yeah, but I doubt it's here in this country. I, I mean, it's it's uh, anyway. Let's not go there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's not go there. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a worldwide it's a worldwide phenomenon. Dude. Like we're we're not yeah we're not special. Let's put it that way. Like there, there's, That's true. there's been this worldwide erosion of the concept of truth, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's just yeah, let's not get to that. Yeah, it's it, it's a, a rabbit hole. I mean, fudge it. I said fudge it. We don't believe that. It's a yes. it's a rabbit hole that I would like to go down when all of us are like present here. When, yeah, because we're we are sorely lacking. Ag John, no, no. <laughs> I want to hear them. <laughs> I, I, I actually want to hear AG. I haven't heard the guy on. I've heard the guy on um, on on a podcast for. Well, we were at your place. Ever. We could have recorded. It. Oh yeah, we could have, but but you we, know, we had a be a better idea of not recording because we just wanted to chill. Because we just wanted to have that. Um, gosh, what was it? Uh... That stuff that David brought, yes, and uh, I, I I think you would have bleeped the entire episode because I'd be doing f bombs. I rarely do f bombs. Yeah, but and I was f bombing a lot. And um and and as much as possible, I really don't like recording in the condo in Manila because um, uh. because it's really echoey. Oh, I didn't know that. That I I only found that out now. Okay, I get it. Now like, I know why you're kind of okay. Gets gets. It's gets. very echoey. Um, the thing with recording audio is you're supposed to. They say you record dry, and then you um, fix it in post, right? So, okay. Yes. Yeah. So 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 you record with as little echo as possible, and if you feel like you need echo, you just add it in post. All right. But yeah, you were near. Wait, you were in Ortigas in Manila a few last week. Why? Because uh, one of our friends got married. Yes, congratulations to our friend. Oh man, oh, I loved. Oh man, <laughs> the MC of that reception. Oh, that was epic. I loved it. Right, yeah, He's also our friend, by the way. He's. <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was really weird, man, because like everybody, because because the husband and wife, right? They were they were both they're both very like prim and proper, sort of like we're gonna do this right. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this cool. <laughs> like we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be like a good Christian family, right? And then like along comes the dude that they the dude that they got for their host. Chose an MC. Oh, <laughs> I, I was surprised because I was like. I was talking to this friend of ours like before that wedding. So hey, I saw you having a picture with the bride and groom. So, so I guess you're gonna join the wedding with us. Oh yeah, Martin, I'm I'm actually hosting. 
and the at the back of my mind I'm saying at our friend's wedding? Our specific friend's wedding who's the total opposite of you. <laughs> in in terms of humor, that is, right? In terms of you know Well, I mean in, in terms of sexual orientation for one. No, and, no, no, we can't say that. We can't say that. We and say that. uh but even he, this friend of ours told me, yeah, I was surprised too, but it happened and I'll be the host. And I'm like, oh, I didn't have to ask that, huh? <laughs> that, that, that quick. Okay. Love you, man. <laughs> and the other thing that, um, the other thing that I found remarkable about that wedding was how nothing went wrong. Oh, man. Yeah. It was the best. Oh man, that was like the most smoothly run wedding I've had in years. <laughs> Make it sound like you've gotten mm-hmm. married multiple times, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've attended. Right, of, of all Jesus of the... Jesus Christ. And of, of all of our friends, like, all of all of our weddings have been... Or all, all of the weddings of everybody in the group has been kind of... Mm, just like... A screw up here, a screw up there, right? And then, like, they... Maybe not. Uh, Joe, uh, Doc Jones was pretty run like a tight ship. But then again, it was because on a, it was on a weekday morning. And I just attended the wedding. It was very private. Uh, it was just very few people. And then I have no idea what happened to the reception. I wasn't invited. Now, actually, you know, um, if, if I were to get married, like... Who? You know, if I were to get married... I would really want it to be in the morning. Me like too. Like a nice morning, like a Sunday morning. Uh, like a uh, Sunday maybe. morning and have like a breakfast reception. Actually, that would be nice. That's a good idea. Thank you. I, I, I might steal that idea. Thanks, Jao. Right? That, that way everything is like cheaper, you know? <laughs> uh, more, more chill. And look, you guys don't have to go to church because this is a Sunday mass. Yeah, like, Oh, um, uh, what's it? The if if you get married on any other day of the week, I think you get to choose the the readings for the liturgy of the word. But if readings. you, oh, okay. but then if you get married on a Sunday, um, I think you have to go with whatever whatever the readings are for the day. I wouldn't know, but I think that's true. I think that's true. Um, right, so. So um, yeah. if 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 anybody if anybody out there is, is is thinking about getting married, it'd be cool to get married on a Sunday, right? That way you don't have yeah. to like, that way your guests that are like Catholic don't have to worry about going to mass. They'll thank you. Um, yes, we will thank you. <laughs> we will thank you so much. Have it have it in the morning. That way you get like you get a cheap out on the reception and whatnot. But like if if. If you're looking for a good Sunday to get married, like look at the the missal or whatever you find the book, whatever the book with all of the readings are, and and, and look for like a a good reading, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Look for one I of them yet- lovey dovey ones, like like one of those like and and, and God so loved the world, and so he sent his only begotten yeah, Son or whatever. John three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Austin three sixteen says, "I just whipped your ass." <laughs> but oh man, that's a good question. I have yet to go on a wedding that was on a Sunday morning. Wonder why? Have Have you been? Because I've been. Not on this a one Sunday was on a morning. Friday. Ag was on Friday as well. Joey was on a Thursday. 
My friend in Cavite was on a Monday. For Bison, it was Tuesday. For, yeah, <laughs> it was just Tuesday. <laughs> Street Fighter reference. Yes, I've been to a ma- uh, I- I've been to a wedding on Sunday. And okay, so. and uh, the, the the officiating priest did say that um, you don't have to go to mass anymore because like this is your mass. Like, All right, cool. Ah, That's a thing apparently. That's good then. But yeah, uh, are we going back with the Marvel thing? Uh, overall, I liked I liked Endgame. 